The podcast you are about to hear contains graphic language and adult content. Sorry, moms. Hi, welcome back. Speaking of hi. Ha ha ha, that was so funny. Let me just say. Yeah. I think I was a little too high when we did our 420 episode. <laughs> Tallinn comes clean. Yeah, I noticed you were spying a little bit, but I was like, this is not my problem. <laughs> I think even in my head, you said something about getting progressively higher as the episode went on. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get much higher. Um, I was very, very... Uh, just, you know, I was seeing colors. It was a bit much. Mm, mm, it was seeing a bit colors. Much. That's fine. Had, Me and Elena, had, we took it on our shoulders carried. and we carried. And that's okay. Sometimes that, it's, that's why you have a podcast host, co-host. Yeah. Is so when you get too high on your 420 episode, we're not just both sitting there in silence being like. <sighs> you ever like look at <laughs> your hands? Like <laughs> really look? Okay. Anyway, no. so. I forget I have go. them. My hands. Th- you forget you have your hands. Yeah. Um, right before I hopped on this call, I, I told Talon I jump, I spilled jelly beans all over my desk, and that's why I was late to our Google Meets call. <laughs> and I think that might just be my go-to excuse now for things. I don't think anyone would be mad if you said that. It's because they're in a regular shape, so they just skitter everywhere. You, it's madness. It's chaos. You don't know where I, they're going to go. Of all the things you could spill, yeah, that's pretty rough because they're gonna they're gonna go across the whole room. Across, they, you you might be upstairs, they might end up downstairs. You could be downstairs and spill a tub of jelly beans, and some of them might end up upstairs. That's how it feels. We've heard it happen before, and I'm on freaking cockroach watch because <gasps> I keep seeing cockroaches because of the Met Gala. Honestly, that cockroach was about as big as the one I saw in my apartment, which is big. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't like that at all. No, I didn't like it either. I cried. I had a whole panic attack on the FaceTime with Audrey (laughs) because I'm not, I'm a, I'm fine with bugs. I don't really care about them. I'm not saying this is a pick me girl. It's just like a true fact about me. I don't really care about bugs. Like I'll pick up spiders and throw them outside or whatever. Cockroaches, an absolute abhorrence against God. I cannot, I cannot look at them without feeling sick and sad inside. They're a little, they're a little aggressive. They're really aggressive. Yeah, they're kind of freaky. Um, I would not like to see one in my apartment, and if I do, I will probably move. Yeah, well, I'm just trying not to leave jelly beans out and about in case they decide they want to take a little nibble. I don't know what they eat besides it's despair. Jelly beans. It's jelly beans. I googled oh, no, it. It's jelly beans. No. Get out of the house. They're in the house. <laughs> yeah, um, I have, yeah. It just, I mean, I feel like if you see one, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> don't I don't need I don't need to hear what you're about to say because I have Never a feeling mind. I know what it is. It, um, you know the point is, uh, yeah, you're you're wise to be on watch, and if I see one, I'll try to let you know. Thanks. If you see one skittering up the wall behind me in this Google Meets yes. call, yes. actually, just let me be ignorant. I would rather not know. Oh God, that sounds <laughs> bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um, you know what is good? I think we what? should introduce a new segment right now. Oh, oh my called gosh. This week at Trader Joe's, and I say this because we're not a movie podcast, and I'm trying to distance us from that um, identity, so instead of talking about the movies as a consumable, let's talk about Trader Joe's as a consumable. I bought Ube Jojo's. (laughs) They were really good. Ooh, you know, I also had those, and they... They're pretty good. I don't... Ube is a subtle enough flavor that I... I don't know if I could, like, you know, tell you that it was Ube, (laughs) but... (laughs) But they were sweet and they were good. They were tasty. I also am a tinned fish girly convert. I've been eating tinned fish like it's my last day on earth. And tinned fish is the only thing that's going to help me live longer. I, boy oh boy, do I love a tinned fish now. Any kind of fish in particular? They got trouts. They've got salmons. Yeah. This is real good stuff. Real good stuff. Fish in a can is peak civilization. I agree. I'm just saying that I'm preparing for when global warming finally ends it all and we have to all live on canned goods for like the last couple of years before we finally peter out as a race of humans. How ironic. You know, we've been driving a lot, you know, all, bring, bringing all our canned goods to food drives all these years, like patting ourselves on the back, like we're special. 
because I don't have to eat this food in a can. I eat canned food all of the time. <laughs> Honestly. Canned corn, love it. Canned kidney beans, love it. Canned chili, love it. Dinty more beef stew, love it. Wow, a lot of free, a lot of free ads on this pod today. <laughs> well, uh, I'm after that tinned goods sponsorship, and you know they do say why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free, but um, I've yeah. never been a believer in that phrase. So, my one regret is that I don't have like a, a raging open fire to roast cans of food over because I think mm. canned beans good, canned beans hot over a fire, great. Real, real good. Can beans, while you eat them, looking homoerotically over the top of your can of beans at your fellow cowboy. Best. Because the, the you're thinking about his beans. <laughs> I, you caught me. Yeah. You caught me. I get it. I thinking get it how that his, could be sexual. Always thinking about his beans. Every yeah. day. Canned fish. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This has been what are we calling this segment? Uh, things that this week. This at week at Trader Joe's. Joe's. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you know, now that I know it's a segment, I'll, I'll <laughs> I have to material. Yeah, I didn't know. You just sprung it on me. I didn't know we were going to be talking about Trader Joe's this week. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, I just thought you'd just like to improvise. I don't know. It doesn't help that all of our writers for this podcast are on strike right now. Yeah, so. oh my God, I know. You can probably tell the content's way different right now. Yeah, you're probably listening to this like, what happened? It feels like Heroes Season 2. You know what I realized today? Hmm. You know that song that's like, I got depression. Dip my balls in some ranch dressing. I got depression. Let's say I do. <laughs> I think I've heard it once. This is a song in quotes, like a TikTok sound. Um, or? I think it originally came from like a YouTube channel of like a famous producer who was like producing people's songs. And this guy just went in and did that. No. Okay. Um, right. I didn't realize, but that is the guy who plays Tariq on Abbott Elementary is the guy who made that song. Oh, of course. <laughs> Which makes nothing but sense now that I know it. Yeah. Guy's got raps. Guy's got bars. Guy's got bars. Um, bars. We're, we're participating in the writer's strike by not writing for money. I mean, it's never been a want of mine. Well, I do write for money, but not that <laughs> kind of writing. <laughs> oh, I've really backed myself like, into a hole. Not a copywriter strike, <laughs> I guess. Yeesh. Not yet. Um, uh, yeah. I have been writing for free my entire life. So suck that egg. The, suck that egg. Suck that I'm bean. really... Not. I do. I am getting like sympathy. Like I don't want to try as hard Mm. anymore. I don't know what you call that feeling, but you know, all the writers and I've been driving past them Mm because you know mm -hmm. we're in it, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I see them. I honk my little horn. I go a little. Yeah, that's nice. So they know you support. That's good. I too feel like I don't want to try as hard to write things either right now. Anyway, I've been doing this for free my whole life, and I also support this cause. So look at us go. Um, we're pro union around here. We're pro union. Uh, pro union. I've always been a union man. That's not true. I've never been in any union, but I would join one if I could. If we could, we'd be taking a break from recording this podcast every hour, every for hour minutes. of every day. Mandated. Um, speaking of men dating, should we start the podcast? <laughs> Let's. Uh... I'm trying to make a bean joke, but you know what? You should pay me more. Let's go. You caught my eye in the grocery line And I fancied myself a man worth your time And I couldn't help thinking I wish you Podcast for listener, if you want a better intro, pay writers a fair share. It's time for another Craigsistential Crisis, the show where we take the misconnection section into new directions. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And this is a podcast, and it's kind of like radio, but you don't get to choose what's on it. (laughs) 
Yep. And uh, this specific podcast, we get to talk about the misconnections section. Wow, that was more hard to say than anything ever in my life. The missed connections section, a pod of podcasts. <laughs> oh my god! Of Craigslist, your mouth is on strike. Apparently, <laughs> um, of Craigslist, it's a place where people go and they post uh, little cries into the void about people they encountered and honestly wish that they had made their move but didn't. Um, for one reason or another. So now they're posting it on the internet in the hopes that the person that they're hoping it for hears it and gets back to them and they fall in love and get married or they just go to bone town. <laughs> one or the other, either, either option is good. I suppose. Neither option is good. I just got hungry for ribs. Cause I know that's a recurring Abbott elementary joke, but mm, ribs. see, I don't, I don't like that. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm hungry. I'm sorry I'm thinking about ribs. I'm sorry your Bone Town joke made me have to reference a TV show. We're not a TV podcast. <laughs> We're not. But that was a good running joke on Abbott Elementary, uh, which Solid. you should watch. Yeah, okay. You should watch. Um, anyway. I got a misconnection from you. Do you want me to read yeah. it? I would like you to read it. Cold. Burr. Cold, yeah. if you haven't said, because I haven't seen yours. You haven't seen mine. And uh, that's just the way we like it. That's just the way we like it around here. Like it cold. Some like, like sometimes it cold. Sometimes you get a... You get someone springing a, a new segment on you, you know, and you're like unprepared for it. It's kind of No, like that, that never happens here. Okay, anyways. Okay. Extraterrestrial seeks same. I realize how that sounds, and I don't mean this as a metaphor, a poetic description, or even as a joke. There are a lot of people on this planet who are aliens living as humans. If you're one of us and are reading this now, you may be depressed, pensive, or confused, or even lost. After all that has just happened and being left to be where we are now, that is to be expected, of course. I think it's obvious that we should get together and talk in a mutually therapeutic way. Serious inquiries only. If you are not of another world, I'll be able to tell after vetting you with a couple of questions. So don't waste your time. Well, here, I want to know. I want to know. You want to believe? I want to know if I'm an extraterrestrial or not. Like, I feel like I would go talk to this person just to find out what the verdict is. I mean, you're bringing up a new wrinkle to this. I didn't think there might be people who don't know that they might be aliens. Well, haven't you seen Miss Marvel, ma'am? Captain Marvel? <laughs> I mean... Lady, lady superhero? I have. I have Brie several Larson. times. Big fan. But she I... She didn't know she's still, an alien. I, but she knew she, I mean, technically she didn't know she was human. Yeah, well, we're the saying. aliens to other people, buddy. Okay, but you, okay, here's, <laughs> she suffered from amnesia. You remember most of your life, I assume. Some of it, but I don't remember being born. So who's to say that's how that happened? Sure. Tolling. I read a thing where Nicolas Cage said that his earliest memory is being in the womb, and I was like, I don't know. And he was saying he could see faces. And I'm like, mm, I don't think you remember works. this. That's not how a fetal sack works. I don't know, Nicholas. I don't know about that. Anyway, yes, true. Do I remember being born? No. But there is also, you know, there's photo evidence of me as a baby on, on, a, on a blanket, I assume, is on Earth. But I guess I don't know. You don't know. Also, you don't know that those aren't photoshopped. Also, you should know that I wasn't just flipping you off. I was fixing my glasses, but I did it with my middle finger. So it looked like I was flipping you off and I wasn't, I swear. I was going to wait to cry till after the recording. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying I would like for somebody, I feel like it's very rare that anyone can tell me anything about myself with definite proof or like with definite conviction. And I feel like this person could tell me something about myself with definite conviction. And I find that attractive. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is how conspiracy theorists think. <laughs> like, you can't believe the actual evidence, but you'll believe this guy? I don't know. The FBI's I... real good at covering stuff up. Like your birth? You think the FBI <laughs> is hiding your know. true parentage from you? I'm a special you... girl. They could be. <laughs> That's like some obscene level of main character sin syndrome. Excuse like. Me? Not just I'm the main character. I'm the main character and also a government experiment. And yeah, the I've whole world is lying to me about yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen Kyle XY, Talon. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get it. He um, has no belly button. That's all I know. Well, I do have one of those. But also the TV isn't always telling the truth. So there's that. 
So this, there's that. This misconnection does have me wondering. I love how vehement they are about this not being a joke or a metaphor or a poetic description. Obsessed. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, I will say not to be a podcast that quotes other podcasts, but I recently listened to an episode of Nicole Byers podcast and she talked about how she was sleeping with a man um, and he was a black man and he said that all black people are aliens and truly and genuinely believed it. (laughs) Um, And so I'm wondering if there's an element of that here, perhaps. I don't know. Wow. (laughs) Sorry, that was a lot of information to dump on you. It's almost like I brought up a new segment um, without warning you. (laughs) Almost. Yeah, that's a big belief to have. It is. He was like, yeah, like, that's why we're just, we're so different. Like, we just, we're put on this earth. And Nicole was like, I am confused and going to leave, actually. (laughs) How would he explain, like, different types of dog breeds? Like, um, wolves? Wolves were the original, and everything after that, aliens. Aliens. Well, I mean, clearly. Have you uh, seen a Bichon Frise? That's true. That's um, true. Did I ever tell you that it's my dream to have a greyhound someday? I think I might. you might know this, but I want a greyhound, but I really specifically want to name it Whisper. Cause doesn't I don't it, know this. Don't like greyhounds it. look like whispers? Like, they just look like little slight, they're just, like, not yeah. even there. Is that, I mean, is the other name, the nickname for them Whippets? Or am I making that's that up? That's not a nickname, but it is another breed that looks that's like. That's similar Whippets to look like, are like little greyhounds. Oh, they're like. They're like little, greyhounds. tiny greyhounds. Which I would also get a Whippet and name it Whisper. But that's my dream. And I just. I like it. Thank you. I think it's so cute. <laughs> you gotta give them room to run though. You're gonna need to own like a farm. Okay, or... see, everyone says that. Let me, let me come <laughs> on here and dispel some rumors about greyhounds. They're All actually right. not very energetic naturally. Okay. They're actually right. pretty sedate animals. You've you've looked into this. I actually have quite a lot. I really want a greyhound named Whisper someday. Okay. Um, but you know, barring that, I would also like you to read a misconnection from me. Yeah. That's the only that's thing fair. that'll f- fill the whisper-sized void in my heart. Carrie at the chiropractor. I think that was your name but I might be misremembering. I complimented your boots in the lobby, and we had a short conversation. You told me about Poshmark, and we talked about boot wear, and you revealed you were pregnant and taken, and we cracked up when you told me that when I asked, were you seeing anyone? I would love to have you in my life a little bit and learn about you. Super bad timing, I know, LOL. But we should get coffee. Congrats on your relationship and the new addition. Ah, um, no. Tallin. Ah, no. He just wants to make a pregnant Delusion. man friend. That's Delusions. All. It's a bit. It does feel a bit like delusional. I, I, I don't. I don't care. I didn't. I wasn't gonna like ask you out or anything. I just want to be friends. Also, <laughs> being like, out. we both laughed when you told me that you were taken. I think she was nervous laughing. <laughs> I think As they laughed, and then she laughed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Um, super bad timing. They're not even pretending like they want to be friends. Because why would it be super bad timing to be friends, Talon? Because we got to read between the lines because, here. Because they're pregnant, so like any any day now, they're probably going to like pop, and then you know they're going to have to deal with like a baby for a whole... 18 years before you can, like, hang out and do stuff, you know? So, you know. Mm, super bad time to make friends. No, no one would say that. Read between that. Make, yeah. like, an English professor and use some critical analysis here. Um, All right. This is That's just somebody fair. who's not taking no for an answer, and I'm going to post shame. Don't be doing this. They must not have been very pregnant, if, you know. Hideably, hideably pregnant. Yes. Pregnant. They were less pregnant than... I'm just going to slip right over. I know, but I had to call it out because I've been doing that a lot. I've never had like a speech impediment in my life, but for some reason that keeps happening to me. I keep getting the pweh, the like R's is W's thing recently and not on purpose. I swear, I think quarantine made me worse at talking. Um, also, I, I don't know if it was full on speech impediment, but I definitely, as a kid used to, I know, I think I've said this before. I used to pronounce 
three as tree. I couldn't get the TH to happen. That's just adorable. That's not a speech impediment. That's real cute. That's what that well, is. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, they, they must have been visibly less pregnant than Rihanna at the Super Bowl. Yes, visibly less. I just, this one just, I needed to put it out there and be like, anyone who read this and was like, doesn't see the red flags, you need to do a little analysis and uh, and get back to me on that, because I'm feeling some red flags here. On the other side, to play an advocate for fucking someone Gemini's. or other. Fucking Gemini's, I swear to God. Just... You know, they could be, this could be the beginning of a beautiful, a beautiful friendship. You know, it's like, this is how life works in The Sims. Sometimes you just start hanging out with a rando and you're like, yeah, I'm married and yeah, I got a kid on the way. Uh, another kid sleeping upstairs, but sure, just barge into my house and use my computer and we could like hang out. And then all of a sudden your child is like best friends with this man and you're like, that's weird to me, but I guess he's cool. I mean, it's The Sims, so it's not going to get too weird, but... I also... Aliens are real in The Sims. <laughs> is all I have to say about so, that. So, <laughs> connect A to B, aliens are among us. These were both written from The Simverse. Sims, <laughs> sentient Sims wrote both of these. I... I like that. I'd like to live in The Simverse. This is something the metaverse will never have, is... All the, the pizzazz. The pizzazz of the Sims landscape. You'll never have a, a, you know, that fun, that language. If you could log into the Facebook metaverse and everyone spoke Simlish, I think I'd buy it. <laughs> That's, you're you know too what? easy. Sign me up. You're too easy. Fabi right. Navi. I've got a new one here. Mmm. So, so. Your dog was crusty. You were not. You were dressed like a stylish strawberry. Red curly hair, green beret, and walking your dog. It pooped on my lawn, and I yelled at you to pick it up, and you called me a Walmart Joey Chestnut. Your dog seemed like a turf, but you were cute. Maybe we can get chili dogs sometime? Um. <laughs> what is a, who is Joey Chestnut? <laughs> I have to Google that. That's the first question. He's That's... a competitive eater. <laughs> what? Oof, what a diss. Uh, he's not even like a celebrity. I would argue that a competitive eater is already the brand of person you would buy at Walmart. So then to call them, <laughs> <laughs> to then call them the, the Walmart Joey Chestnut. And also what a specific piece of knowledge. I might've also fallen in love with that person. If I was like, wow, you fucking know a competitive eater off the top of your head. That's hot. Yeah. I love <laughs> people with esoteric knowledge. Oh my God. Sorry. There's some really hideous, like mid competition photos of Joey Chestnut. Ah, don't show that. It's <laughs> listen, competitive eating <laughs> is something is a sport. I would have rather, uh, I'd rather listen to it on the radio. I'd rather listen to an announcer detail what's happening. Paint a word picture and say, Joey Chestnut keeps shoving hot dogs in his mouth. Oh, he's getting red in the face. He's closing his eyes as if to make more room. It's horrible. Um, there's, there's fucking bun crumbs all over this man's shirt. Yeah. I'm so a, upset. Competitive <laughs> eating is not an attractive sport, but it oh, is impressive. God. And I guess attractive if you think about the implications. I don't think I want my pussy eaten like it's a chili dog. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog entered the chat and begs to differ. Tolan and I just locked eyes for the longest <laughs> moment of my life. Um, <laughs> I was like, where do I go with that? Um, yeah, no yeah. fair. Yeah, I just there are there are other things yeah. that are competitively eaten though. To be to be fair, I guess I guess this is just he <laughs> Joey Chester is specifically a chili dog eater. Um, yeah, okay. And again, what a specific piece of esoteric knowledge to like have that as something to like throw at somebody as an insult. Um, love that the dog seemed like a turf. I'm guessing because it pooped on a trans person's lawn. <laughs> I was gonna. I mean, that's my second question: is what dogs look like turfs? What? What? How? Maybe the dogs that are like women's sports should we should inspect genitals. <laughs> that's my hot social commentary of the week. Um, I, yeah, that's good. That's good. I would have said chihuahuas. 
Oh, well, them too. Why? Because their eyes bug out of their head? Yeah. Well, you know what? Whisper, yeah, that's why. Whisper would never be a turf. Whisper's going to be such an ally. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. Um, yeah, those look like turfs. I'm going to say it. I'm going to also say uh, pipples. They kind of look like turfs. Oh, no. And I'm not. That's just what they look like. I'm not saying they are. But I'm just saying, if you had to pick a dog breed to be like, that dog no. definitely excludes trans people from its feminism. No, they have such big heads and such small brains. They can't nah, be they, turfs. But they too, they're too, like, they're too chesty. They're too I close. will say, what are those dogs that are like, oh, Afghan hounds are definitely turfs. Because they mm. look like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> they do. They do look like J.K. Rowling. Yeah. If she were a dog. If she, oh, which she is. Anyway, a dirty dog. Um, Yeah. 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 That dog definitely looks like it wrote like a kind of just okay series of books and has been coasting off it for years. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the vibe. I always get a little weird. Like the Harry Potter world, when anytime you really start to like think about it a little, it kind of crumbles. Like just why they don't got phones. The, no, it's watertight. Watertight. There's a, we're using magic to stir tea. Like that's like just the casual magic we're performing because we can't, I don't know. I just feel like I could invent a more fun, fully realized magical world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think you're spot on. It's almost like it was written for children. It's not even, <laughs> things for children can be good and detailed. I don't believe that, says the woman who yesterday received an exclusive Trolls 2 Trolls World Tour print from her friend that works at DreamWorks. AKA, I mm-hmm. love children's media, so don't take me seriously. Children's media is mm. great, and I adore it. I Good. I'm glad we're on the same page, because I don't, I don't like that argument. People try to make it all the time. Like, every time a kid's movie has a bad review, and we're like, it's for kids. I'm like, okay, but is it? I think the last kid's movie that was truly for kids happened pre-9-11, and it was pre-Shrek, same year. <laughs> you that clearly was... have not watched Coco Melon, but okay, yeah. Uh, Coco what? Do you not know who Coco Melon is? Coco Melon? Do you not know what Coco Melon is? Should I know? So Coco Melon, wow, this is shocking. Everybody else, go ahead and skip this because Talon's the only person <laughs> left on planet Earth who doesn't know what Coco Melon is. Coco Melon is like this series of kids, quote unquote, educational. I'm putting educational in huge quotes here. Content on YouTube. They're making a movie out of it, but it's just okay, like yeah. mindless fruits and vegetables and big headed babies dancing around. Yes. But there's been studies shown that Coco Melon is actually not very good for kids because it's just like mindless stimulation. And so they're not like actually like receiving any like input from it. Like it's just distracting them. Like they're, you know, if you get a kid like a ball of Play Doh, like at least they get like tactile input and stuff. But like Coco sure. Melon's like evil. They're not making adult jokes. In it's like baby ketamine. Okay. So the last. True, purely for kids thing, they're still existing, but, but, they're a far cry from, from the Shreks, and from the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verses, and the Trolls. The Trolls? They're, they're, you know, I'm just saying. The Barbie Dreamhouse Go Team Roberts? And you watch your mouth. Don't that in the same don't breath talk, if you Don't want. you dare talk shit about Miss Roberts to me. I am just, just. You know what? Before you get yourself into too much trouble, read another one of my misconnections, would ya? A beautiful face on Blue Max. This is a long shot. We were riding the Max from Portland to Hillsboro around 1 p.m. today, April 26th, and you were in front of me, and we leaved the train in the same station, Hillsboro Central. I am photographer, and I'd like to take some portrait images from you. You have this Japanese manga look. Quite beautiful to see, but I have some errands to run, and although I could have the chance to approach you, uh, approach to you, I don't wanted to be disrespectful of you, and I did not have the time to do it in a proper way. I did wear a blue jacket, and I was across the aisle of, of the train. I had a brawn leather portfolio, and we crossed sights a couple of times. You were playing with you hair. Let me know if you are interested in have some professional headshots. Dope. Uh, okay. <laughs> Some typos in there for one, but that's for one. But you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say they're doing their best. 
The typos also, is not what I had a problem with. N- no. Um, was it Japanese manga? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was Japanese manga. All right, what that, Tone. What does that look like exactly? I don't know, and it makes me uncomfortable. What was she a young schoolgirl? Right. Step away, she... predator. Yeah. <laughs> Back up. Um, I also think I know they didn't really. They wrote, "I would like to take some portrait images from you," and uh, maybe that's incorrect, but maybe it is very correct, and maybe cameras are stealing a little part of your soul every time you have your picture taken. I think, especially if you're being taken by a photographer who says you have a Japanese manga look. Yeah, I think this is a Japanese manga. I'm They're gonna scared. Take more and more pictures of you until you wither away. Um. Yeah, and anyone who offers professional headshots for free, I'm just gonna say I think they probably come with a price, and it's not a price you should have to pay. That's true. You know, in my day, I offered some professional headshots, but not for free. It was pay what you will. Oh, well, that's nice. You did take some very nice ones for Portland Friends Broke Gravy. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty proud of those. Those came out well. They're some very nice. my best work. They still use those for promotional materials. You know, they do. Anyway, Broke Gravy, Portland Improv. Check them out. Uh, anyway, yeah. There's a whole vibe here. <laughs> and... It's a little, it's a little icky. Have you um, ever been approached and somebody, has anyone ever approached you and been like, you're so beautiful? I need to take your photo. Take photo. Uh, has anyone been like, wow, you're so handsome? No, I mean, Besides, the apparently, thing. as to last episode, every cashier ever wants to fuck you, says Elena. <laughs> That's right. We did have that conversation. <laughs> and I, you agreed. It was Trader Joe's. So... It's it's different. It's a different yes, vibe. Sorry, I cut you off before you were about to actually answer the question I asked. It's fine. No, I, and I think I might have brought this up before too. The only the closest thing would be someone who ran a like uh, humans of Portland, kind of humans of New York mm. style account, and saw me running through uh, the park blocks with a like a was it a single flower? Was it a little bouquet? I was late for uh, a show. Not really late, late, but I was trying to make it to my seat before uh, seeing Elena in a play. I think it was the importance of being earnest. She and you brought Gwendolyn, her flowers. And I brought flowers. And I was running across the, the park blocks and she ran up to me camera in hand and was like, hey! <laughs> and I was like, oh God! Yeah, hi! And and she's just like, hey, I, I run a blog. Can I take your photo? And I was like, yeah, okay, uh, here? Okay, cool, I'm running late. And she's like, where are you going? Uh, play, I gotta go. That's how quick it was. That's nice, that's, wow. It's that's a cute great. photo. It that's was fun. super cute. I'll have to go stalk that and find it later. Yeah, I'll have I'm to sure find I can. It too. I'm sure I can. You have your ways. I have my ways. You're connected. But that's it. Has anyone ever approached you to try to take your picture or steal your soul through a camera? Um, absolutely not. I think probably the closest thing that I could say has happened to me is I was uh, featured on the Overheard Portlandia Instagram page talking about the, the Shrek films. Um, they liked that I called them films, and then they quoted me and put it on Instagram. <laughs> that's perfect So that's the you. closest I've been. Um, and I, I'm fine with my near anonymity. I treasure it greatly. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of Portland-based just people watching blogs and Instagrams out there. Sketchy people, that's a good one. That's one they just draw people that they see. And they sketch I've always them, kind of, if you will. They sketch them. I've always kind of like wished I could have been included in that, but I'm not. I'm not nearly sketchy enough. You gotta. You gotta sit around. You really gotta stand out in an interesting way to be yeah, featured yeah, yeah. on something like that. Like if I had to force it, I'd like be walking around with shoes on my hands and maybe trying to do like a handstand. Okay, I see um, why you were never picked, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, you gotta really, you gotta amp it up. Yeah. Um, I got another one from you here. Take it away. Drive by fruiting. I was running as you threw an apple core at me and yelled, run faster, bitch. <laughs> you caught the red and I kindly returned the core to you. While I like the attention, I think there is room for improvement. Um, what an attractive response to a horrible situation. Uh, whoever wrote this, <laughs> they have the riz, as the kids say. Just for... Just for how suavely they responded this. Okay. Can you have riz just generally? 
I, I yes. thought Riz had to be like a you know directed at someone. No, I think you can. Welcome have to another an episode of Millennials Trying to Understand Gen <laughs> Z slang. Today's word is Riz. I think you can absolutely have general Riz. I think that you can you can direct it at people, but sometimes I think Riz is just around you. Okay, because I just feel I thought it had to be flirty in some respect. I mean, for sure. But it does. It's not about flirtiness. It's about like attractiveness. I mean, it is about flirtiness. Hmm. Do you know? Yes, I'm <laughs> yeah. hip. Um, yeah. I'm so hip. <laughs> um, I also like that they had a Mrs. Doubtfire uh, quote in here. Drive by. No, fruity. like, no doubt. This person's cool. I would like to know this person. Why are you so jealous of them? I didn't say. You didn't. Have I just to wish say we'd it. stop talking about how like cool they are. That's all. You didn't have to say it, Talon. I just feel you like they're I getting if, a lot of attention. <laughs> I wonder if they're on the market for new podcast hosts. <laughs> what? what you, no. <laughs> I'm I mean, leaving you. I don't even care. Um, yes. You, you care so much. This person is so full of riz. Riz all over them. <laughs> riz just, to the tops of their toes, to the tips of their teats. She has risen all over themselves. But I, I just, I don't know if that's riz. I just don't right, know. Right. And I might be wrong. And, we, and this maybe, is where we should introduce a Gen Z host of some kind who knows, <laughs> but we don't have that. We so. don't have young friends. I'm not a no. creep. I'm right. not a, I'm not a predator. I myself yeah. am almost a child, essentially. So how could I have friends who are younger than I? Do you at least have any, like, kid cousins who are going to grow up to be no. Gen Z one day? <laughs> no, I don't. Because <laughs> that's not how it works. Maybe. I don't have family. <laughs> Ah, okay. Well, um, folks, if you're Gen Z and like to apply, you can hit hit us up. Hit hit my line. That's what. Link in bio. Smash that like button. Um, bang my line. Bang my line. Bang. Sound the alarm. Uh, pound the alarm. Actually, I'm sorry, guys. I I'm not a barb. I'm sorry, everybody. That's okay. But no, this is a. I do like. The vibe of this misconnection. This is a great way to respond to someone being an asshole. And also, Although, oh, sorry. Well, this is my question. Like, they kindly returned the core to you. I'm imagining that's how they, they wrote it, but it you, back into the car. <laughs> what if? What if they were just like? <laughs> I have to imagine that they just chucked it back into the car. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. Don't be throwing shit. Also, we love a little like karmic balance. Like this feels really like the world is in balance that this was able to happen. So perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice when you get slighted by a driver trying to, like, they pass you or something, and then you just catch them at the same light. You're like, well. Well, well, well. Fancy seeing you here. Douchebag. What'd you save? Like two seconds? Huh? Being an asshole? Eh. Was it worth it? Milk boy at the grocery store. Milk boy, milk boy. You're so cute in your little overalls, you little ray of sunshine. I like it. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, I okay. My boy. honest to god first thought when I read this was, did they see a ghost? Because what I <laughs> what I'm imagining is like there used to be little milk boys who like ran your glass bottles of milk to your front door. Is what I'm imagining. I don't know that this is true, but that's what I'm imagining. And I'm like, they don't. Those boys don't exist anymore. Those milk boys. And so was this a lonely ghost of a milk boy haunting the grocery store that would one day replace him? I mean, I really don't know what else it would be. So yeah, I think it's a ghost. <laughs> well, so let's see. There was milk, milk men. Milk men were certainly a thing. I don't know how young they got. I don't milk know that boy, they let the boys boy. handle the milk. Well, I mean, they're letting 10-year-olds work at McDonald's now. So I imagine <laughs> that a very few years ago, it was probably even worse. No. No, back then things were definitely better. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I wish, God, I was born in the wrong era. Yeah. yeah. This country used to be so great. Anyway. So good. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, <laughs> I am picturing just like, yeah, I bet you could be a teenage a teenage milk apprentice, maybe? A milk. A milk teen. I don't think you should Google that. <laughs> don't, whatever, don't Google that, everybody. Don't do that. Just, just don't Google any combination of milk and any kind of person. Or Unless it's teen Harvey and Harvey milk, kind of I guess. Thing, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. 
But listen, we're not here to tell you what to Google and not Google. You <laughs> you have autonomy. You do what you Unfortunately. want. Unfortunately, and um, if you do Google it, the the caveat is don't Google it. But if you do Google it, you gotta let us know what you see. Mm. You gotta tell us. No, that's all. no. Don't what? I don't want to hear it. Okay, and just I have an Instagram that's separate from the podcast Instagram. Sarah doesn't have access to it, so you can just find my Instagram. You could just. Let me know. I don't want picture. I don't want to see it. I just want a description. Just tell me like what happens. And then also afterwards, if you could watch a competitive eating competition and live tweet that, he'd also like to hear about it, but not see it. He just wants to have it described to him. I do not. I, yes, I do not want to watch the eating contest, but I do want to know who's winning, who's losing, what's happening, how many breaks are they taking, how many hot dogs are getting in at once before someone needs to take a dip of water. If it's chili dogs, do they dip them in water to make them easier to swallow? Because oh. that seems like the chili would get everywhere. So I feel like you don't do that. So you must just deep throat chili dogs dry. But like, I hate that. That seems difficult. And actually, now I need to know. Are the numbers in competitive chili dog eating a lot lower than they are in competitive regular hot dog eating? Because if they're not dipping them in milk or water or whatever, so they slide down your gullet, it must be it must be lesser of a number. Well, the chili, the lube is just built in. It's, it's the built chili. in. Yeah, exactly. Like ketchup would be if it were a normal hot dog, but they don't do that in the competitions. But maybe they should just take the tray of hot dogs and they should just. Dump like a couple like ladles full of ketchup on top, like ketchup, mustard, <laughs> relish. I'm a relish boy, but kind of like a milk boy. I'm a relish boy. <laughs> Are you finished? <laughs> I just have some stuff I got to Google later, but I'll save it for later. Perfect. Um, all right, I've got another misconnection from you here. Weasel World. Pre-pandemic, we met a few summers ago at OMSI. You told me about your pet ferret and starting a pet store called Weasel World. You gave me your number, but it was purposefully the wrong number when I tried to hit you up. Been looking for you. Make it make sense. It's tough. It's tough being a weasel girl in this weasel world. So I don't blame anyone for doing what they got to do. Weasel girls is trying to survive out there. Giving out fake numbers. You know what? Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And, I mean, so weasels and ferrets, those aren't the same thing. I don't think so, no. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, weasel is European and ferret is our American or something. Like, it's not only a, name. a ferret if it comes from the ferret region of mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, France. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just sparkling I think weasels. weasels are also, like, much bigger and angrier. Well, let's take a look at the internet. Uh, here's five key differences explained. Please. Okay. First of all, weasels are, uh, whoa, okay, the range of ferrets is a lot wider. They can be anywhere from 8 to 20 inches. Weasels, only about 10 to 12 inches. Generally all the same uh, size. But they're different animals? Or it's just based on length? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure it also makes some different, uh, different animals. Right? It'd be weird if a if a tiger was just like a long cat. <laughs> yeah. That it's would different. be weird. I I think by the nature of, of them being they are they are different. They they appear similar. And you know what? What does this say? They have different habitats. Well, some of them they can both live in grasslands. Ferrets mostly in grasslands only though. Weasels can they love a woodland, they love a marsh, they love a moor, they live in an urban area. Apparently. I don't know if this that means like New York City. Mammal podcast. Yeah. Not mammary. Don't get excited. It's always mammal been mammal podcast. Weasels are diurnal and ferrets are nocturnal slash crepuscular. 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 What is that? No what idea. What is that crazy word? You're the one Googling stuff. Yeah. I wish the Google search had like more. Um, you know, information, because I just got, like, I don't know, some child's test answers, but no context, you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Um, Crepuscular is appearing or active in Twilight, specifically. (gasps) Like the film? Just kidding. They appear, so uh, ferrets appeared in the movie Twilight, and weasels Mm. did not, that's the difference. You know what? It all makes sense now. Well, thank you it for answering the question on truly all of our minds. Yeah. Well, we got to know. 
because, you know, this person's got a pet ferret and they're starting a pet store called Weasel World. So I was just like, what's the connection? We got to we got to make sure that these don't get confused. Could, I guess, like, could they not just come up with an F name that went with, like, ferret? Like, Weasel World, ferret, fairgrounds, ferret. Fortress. Ferret, fortress, ferret for you. Oh, that's nice. FFY, fair for you. Fair-priced ferrets. Oh. Ferrets fair. All right, you better start coming up with these, or this person's going to write you a misconnection. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of, so there was a reply to this. Oh, hot diggity dang dog. All right. Excuse me. Freaking, freaking ferrets. (laughs) Regarding Weasel World. The reason why I gave you a bogus number is because I was coming out of a four-year relationship and I was still sharing custody, custody of Bueller, my ferret, with my ex. I was a wreck back then, and the only free time I had was on Bueller's day off. Of course, I remember you and your chip tooth. Deadass wish we could have kept in touch, and I still dream of Weasel World. Now, I'm wondering if this person was just writing this joke as a setup to say Bueller's Day Off, or if that is a true fact and it just happens to work out perfectly, because I don't believe in coincidences. Yeah, you know, it's one thing to name your ferret, Ferret Bueller. I get it, hilarious. I did not get it until you read it today, but I get it now. Um, So that's one thing. Now to go the whole extra mile of Bueller's Day Off, Ferret Bueller's Day Off, I mean, they didn't really put him in the full, if it had said, the only free time I had was on my ferret Bueller's day off. Then I would have been sus. Okay. Uh, but they kind of just kind of half-assed it, and I think maybe this worked out in their favor. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that this was not a planned gag. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm always suspicious. Um, <laughs> That's healthy. And also... No need to wish you could have t- kept in touch. That's what this forum is for. And it seems like the two of you are using it correctly. That's true. I mean, one per- I guess really to get in touch, one of you is going to have to reply directly to the Yeah, the you can't just both keep going in a public forum. You've got to right. eventually decide. We've got to settle at some point. You gotta, you, one of you's got to cross the street to the other one. You know, you keep just posting flyers on your side of the street. Can't keep doing that. Can't keep doing that. Uh, so, listen, this sounds like it could happen, maybe. Weasel World could come, too. Fruition. It could. I wouldn't invest because it doesn't seem like you know your mammals, but mm, that's just me. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not my type of pet store. I like a more wide variety of animals when I go into a pet store. Well, so. this next misconnection has nothing to do with animals, so you're welcome. Aww. Well, I guess you could make an argument. Never mind. Let's see. To the dickhead riding my ass. This is the one you wanted me to read, right? Yes. <laughs> Just making sure. You were in a gray Toyota 4Runner on my ass in a residential neighborhood. I had a baby in my car and was trying to drive safely. You passed me, going the wrong way, and almost caused an accident. I hope you had a shit day. Your mom's a hoe. Let me tell you, one way to get me to read a misconnection, end it with your mom's a hoe. I'm hooked. Yeah, and much like manga, you tend to read from the (laughs) ending to the beginning. You read it the opposite. Yeah, well, you Westerners don't know what you're missing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your mom, uh, your mom's a hoe is a strong ending, and you know, did they earn it? Kinda, yeah. kinda. I think they did. Uh, I too get annoyed at slow drivers, but I would also rather pass away of old age behind a slow moving car than drive into oncoming traffic to go around them. So next time yeah. you're feeling road ragey, think to yourself, this could be a baby driving. <laughs> I should could- be kind. Could be a, a baby driving, and that's why they're going so slow, because they are so new to the world. I also did originally read this. I was, like, flipping through misconnections, and, like, I read the titles to, like, see if they look intriguing. And I did read this as, to the dick, head writing my ass. And I thought it was going to be, like, a really horny, like, <laughs> post. And then I was yeah. like, it's not. It's not at all. 
despite having three very sexually charged words. Four, if you count writing. I mean, ending with someone's mom being a hoe. Again, it could go either way. It all is lining Uh, up. (laughs) It was all lining up, but alas, it's just anger. Uh, Which can turn into horniness real quick, you know, if you... That's what they say. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, slow drivers, you know? What are you going to do? I think uh, I know I have friends here who have been, like, filming a a short film in their car or things, you know? Like, they're Mm -hmm. using the car as a a working vehicular prop, Mm -hmm, and... mm -hmm. Now I'm in LA and I just wonder every time I see a slow driver, like, I wonder, I wonder what they're making. I wonder who's in there filming something. I wonder how that monologue's going. So yeah, sure, it's annoying, but there's a lot of reasons for people to drive slow. Just just be chill. Be chill. Be chill. Kind of like uh not related at all, but there's a video going around of some people where Space Mountain at Disneyland was you know, it had an accident and the ride stopped and like two people and their kid forced their way out of the ride car and like got on the, you know, exit walkway because all the lights were on and they just like let themselves out of the ride. That's a, such a good way to get kicked out of Disneyland for the rest of your life. Such a good way to get kicked out. Such a good way to die if the ride would suddenly like start moving again and you fall down in the middle of Space Mountain, famously... A big mountain of nothingness. They've you probably know? never seen Final Destination, and that's their first problem. Oh, man. Yeah. There were so many thoughts that would stop me from doing that. Same like there are so many thoughts that stop me from driving on the wrong side of the road. Well, and some I, people simply don't have those thoughts. Some people don't. <laughs> and I feel like they're also the same people who like just don't have anxiety. Yeah, probably. It might. must be nice. <laughs> um, hey, I've got one more for you. So go ahead and read it. Polly, bitch. You kissed my partner. Probably did more. We're open, and you still went off lying with him. Y'all have a cheating kink. If you were honest about it, you could have had it all. Oh, sorry. You could have had at it. <laughs> Quit calling yourself Polly and get some help. Stay away from my family. I love that you just ad-libbed in the middle of that. You got so heated, you just ad-libbed. Yeah, I mean, saying I felt like that's how I would... Sorry, writer. I don't mean to correct you on air, <laughs> but like that's how I would have written it. I, feel like I don't just, mean to give you notes, but... You could have had at it, it's fine, but you could have had it all. That's more, that's more potent, all. you know? It, would, it um, would really hit different. Would really hit different. Um, wow. So, we got some drama here. We got some major drama. Um, we're open and you still went lying with him. It's almost like for some people, being Polly is an excuse. <laughs> not for everyone. Hmm. Not for everyone. I'm not saying Not that. for everyone. Never. I'm just saying, as a bitch yep. who's on the dating apps a lot, uh, there's definitely a kind of person who likes to call themselves Polly. That makes you say, I don't know if even you believe that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, gosh, I I fully believe some people, you know, are definitely poly and like open to that. But I also know for me, like that concept is like that. That sounds hard. That sounds difficult. Yeah. I don't know that I am able to uh, share myself or a partner with so many other partners in that way without me getting a little jealous, a little Ooh, bit like he's a little jealous. I'm a, I feel like everybody's spending time with me. Oh. Uh, this is not an arrangement that would work for me. But that is why I would also never call myself Polly. There you go. Problem solved. Um, stay away from my family. Stay away from, from my, my family. family. You got to read that like Harrison Ford. Telling someone to get off their plane. Mm. That's the proper way. Stay away from my family. Yeah. I'm wondering if the family is the partner. This is just like a lot. It's like a lot to handle. I don't know. This is a person definitely. Man, we need more modern ghost stories. And this is one of them (laughs) in the making. Like this person, I don't wish any harm on them. But if this person were to suddenly unalive, like that's a ghost. That's a ghost right there. And that ghost is not happy about their partner and this other person trying to 
get in between this open relationship. Like there's a there's a whole woman in black vibe here. I'm yeah. feeling. You know? So this person, be careful because if you get run over by a car or something, you will turn into a vengeful ghost. It's kind of written yeah. in the stars at this point. And a vengeful ghost that's our like one partner, that's enough vengeance. Many? Oh boy. Oh my god. Vengeance. Boy. That's a vengeance buffet. That's too much. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is we need a modern woman in black about a polyamorous passed on woman who uh, is upset. Do we agree? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know I you're just waiting to, for the next part of the to, pod. But. No, I was trying to cast it in my head, actually, and then I forgot that I was supposed to be talking. I think that I would cast... <laughs> sometimes that happens to me. Um, I think it's, I would cast the vengeful polyamorous ghost woman as... Now, hear me out. Okay, I'm listening. I think I would cast them as... I think we're going to go with, like, a Blake Lively here. I'm going to go for Blake a real Lively. dark horse. I like that because, you know, she's she's got some range. She's actually, here's the thing. I think Thor and Green Lantern came out in the same year. And I remember thinking, I cannot believe that Blake Lively came out looking like a much better actor and a much smarter character than Natalie Portman in Thor playing a literal scientist. And that leads me to my second casting. I think oh. that Natalie Portman would be the oh. fluff rival. <laughs> oh, this is a movie I want to see. And the man in the middle of it all. Oscar Isaac. Oh, not where I was going to go, but open to say? it. I okay. was going to say Idris Elba. Ooh, steamy. I just think he's he's got a good, like, he can, like, lock down a secret. You know what I mean? Like, you tell him yeah. a secret, he locks that shit away. There is a movie, I feel like he's in a, mo- a movie where he, of a similar vibe. Where It's not a ghost story, but I think he is also playing, like, someone in a relationship and someone's jealous. And it, it's, Maybe uh, that's why I'm casting him, because it already exists. It was, uh, he does it was Mandela. Ex- that was the one. Mm, was, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you mean Lion. It was Lion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, right. It was Lion. The movie about... The lion? The big lion? The lion. That movie that's Jaws, but a lion? He's lion. He's lion. I feel like the movie I'm thinking of is called, like, Obsessed. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) And it has another blonde woman in it, doesn't it? Allie Larder, who is nowhere near as good as Blake Lively. Uh, Of heroes fame, of being kind of a little bit racist fame. (gasps) The T. Yeah. Yeah, she had because of heroes because her partner on that show, uh, whose name I need to remember. I know but who you're also talking about. So black man, and they had like intimate scenes, and she was very like, just didn't didn't want to do it. Like treated him very badly when and he that's was just the like, hot goss for the days, guys. He's just guys? doing his job as an actor and being treated by his co-star like shit. Retroactively um, cancel her, folks. Get on it. Well, you know, I think, you, uh, judging by her career, it's basically a... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jimmy Jean Lewis uh, is the Haitian. I don't think that's the guy. Leonard Roberts. D.L. Hawkins. <laughs> that's the guy. The Haitian was a character on Heroes. And God, I, and my I screen was, is very I small. Was like... I'm not just calling you. That's a Haitian. <laughs> that would be weird. That would. In this conversation... Hey, Craigs, we got one more MC we want to give you. But first, thanks for joining us for another deep dive into the Misconnection section. The theme song was written and performed by Rose Sherman. Follow her at HeySherme on Insta. And follow us at Craigsistential Crisis on Insta and TikTok for more fun. If you enjoyed our company, leave us a rating wherever you're listening. Or tell a friend about our services. Check the show notes for more info. Okay, take Sarah. Home. Take us home with one last more. You one last more. You want me to take you home? You want me to take you home? Okay. Random girl in a chair. Washington Square Mall. Just saying, we locked eyes for a pretty strange amount of time. Shit was whack. I'm Tolan Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been Craig's Essential Crisis. Do not contact us with any unsolicited services or offers. 
Shit was whack. Just saying. How long of the time would it have? Were you sitting in a mall chair just like... <laughs> how about that? How do what the hell? What's, what's going on? Why are you looking at me? 